And once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called uh, Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. We're going to be beginning this week at the beginning. <laughs> you said at the beginning, yes. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Oh, I like verse 1. In fact, we're looking at some things in the entire first chapter that I hope will increase and make your faith stronger. And then in turn, if Jesus is not your Savior... Uh, that you can begin to seek him as never before to have peace in your heart. The book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. I like that. I like to see how things begin, also how things end. But before us here in Genesis chapter 1 is God's statements concerning the beginning of things that's actually still here today. I laugh at the world and the world's view of the beginning. You know, it's so, it's so easy for me to grasp, so easy for me to accept. In the beginning, God. And in the beginning, God created. I have here some statements that's kind of like made from, uh, well, here's an Oxford professor by the name of Richard Dawkins. I'm sure a brilliant man in his field. And he says something like this. He says, dark, turbulent seas bubble and spit like a boiling pot of mud. And in the midst of all this chaos, remarkably, individual chemicals devoid of intelligence or understanding begin to come together to form life. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, like, uh, I like this. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Evolution, number one, it doesn't make good southern sense, you know. And uh, you have to have more faith to believe in evolution than to believe in God. Here my statement is this. Uh, well, the statement of God, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So a dust cloud? Uh, no, in the beginning, God created the Big Bang, you know, where the rocks and other things begin to start flowing out. No, in the beginning, God created one-cell animals, then, you know, easing out of this primeval soup. No, no, no. In the beginning, God created. Isn't that easier, you know? And I'm not looking for the easy way. I'm looking for reality. And here we go. In the beginning, it was God that created the heaven and earth. We think about the mammals, millions of years to develop different species. No. In verse 24, here it says, And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind. It says, uh, Cattle and creeping things and the beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. Uh, he created them all fully grown after their kind. What about man? Man progresses out of this primeval soup, you know, and progresses to the point of maybe an ape-like looking person. And uh, through cultural changes brought about, he reaches the high position today. No, the very opposite. Verse 26, it speaks of God creating man in his own image. In the image of God created he them. God creates man perfect. Then he falls. Oh, it's not evolving, it's devolving. Man today is going backwards from the way God originally created him. But this week, what I want to do, God speaks of man and the act of God in his salvation as being like a creation. What Ephesians chapter 2, it talks about um, 
We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 4, it says, talks about the new man, created in righteousness and true holiness. In fact, the child of God is called a new creature. So, within, with that in mind, each of the seven days of creation match in the life of a man that God saves. And I want to show you each one of these. Now, we'll have to do almost a couple a day, but show you how what God did in every day of creation God has done in the life of a believer. We think about those who have looked to Jesus Christ to be saved. And it'll be exciting to look at this. Let me sort of just give you a little hint here. Verse 3, it says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. So we think about every man, woman, boy, girl, before he could ever be saved, before he could ever understand that he's lost without Christ, before he would ever know that something is wrong with him, God has to show him light. Light, verse 3, let there be light, and that is the light of God. This week we'll be discussing and talking about God's, God's great creation. Until tomorrow, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.